on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Well, we'll begin with the Irish Examiner. SUVs must be phased out of the market. And as a driver of an SUV, I'm certainly interested in this story uh, because we're told, obviously, uh, there's been a huge increase in the amount of electric vehicles that have been sold in Ireland. But apparently, these increasing sales have not made a dent in our transport emissions. And now there are calls for SUVs to be phased out of the market. Professor Brian Caulfield of Trinity College Dublin said ever-increasing sales of SUVs are cancelling out the benefits of electric vehicles. So it contributes to transport emissions going up when they should be going down. So when you look around, you see all of these electric vehicles. He says that's not really making a dent in our emissions, though. Um, So he says they must be phased out of the market. I suppose the question now would be, how do you phase them out of the market, I would certainly get rid of my SUV, except I tried to trade in and the trade in price was so poor that I said, well, I'm going to have to keep this rather than trading in. So maybe they might look at bringing in some sort of a scrappage scheme, some sort of amnesty for diesel vehicles in particular, what you'd call the uh, gas guzzlers out there because it's not having the intended impact of reducing transport emissions. That's the front of the examiner. The front of the Irish Times has a big report from the National Women's Council of Ireland. They have found that women and children are being left in life-threatening situations because of a failure by courts, Gardaí and Tusla to collaborate on domestic violence cases. The report was compiled by leading experts on domestic and sexual abuse and it says victims are forced to navigate three arms of the court's system alone while also being disbelieved by untrained professionals and blamed for the abuse they have covered. So all sort of points to you can understand why some people wouldn't want to go to court with domestic violence uh, reports because of uh, the things you have to navigate and talking to Gardaí, Tusla, dealing with lawyers, going through the court's process. Anyway, Orla O'Connor from the National Women's Council will be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast to explain more about this report. Also on the front of the Irish Times, um, <clears throat> obviously we have Sinn Féin today calling for a uh, cap on electricity costs. And the Irish Times has uh, words from Green Party leader Eamon Ryan, who is putting pressure on energy companies to bring their bills down. Eamon Ryan says prices need to fall quicker amid growing frustrations. Finance Minister Michael McGrath said there needed to be a better explanation and more detail from energy providers on the prices consumers are being charged. So the ministers are saying that they're going to get tough, but despite this, uh, there's going to be a Sinn Féin motion, which we assume that the government will reject um, because Sinn Féin are arguing that government efforts to address windfall gains in the energy sector are wholly inadequate. And I was telling you last week that our uh, electricity bill last week in April, uh, so obviously taking into account February and March, was way more expensive than what we paid for Christmas and January. But afterwards, I was chatting to other people who said the exact same thing. They noticed too that their electricity, their energy bills, more expensive now than they were 
at Christmas time when you think would be the most expensive in the depth of winter. So something is certainly going on with energy prices. Uh, staying with increased cost of living prices. The Irish Independent, you can always rely on for a, a, a story about ECB rate hikes and bracing ourselves. And this is the headline again today. Homeowners bracing themselves for a bumper hike in ECB rates. So they could be hit with a bumper European rate rise this week that obviously then is going to lead to increased mortgage repayments. The ECB expected to push up its lending rate by at least 0.25 percentage points tomorrow. Some economists are warning of a 0.5% increase and that would cause those on tracker and variable rates thousands of euro extra in repayments. So we'll have to wait and see what the ECB decides. Women of Honour back in the headlines. They're on the front of the Irish Daily Mail. They say that they won't take part in a statutory inquiry into sexual abuse within the Defence Forces if they believe it to be a whitewash. They met with Michal Martin yesterday. Uh, They were given the draft terms of reference for this inquiry, but they say that the terms of reference were drafted without any consultation with them or other victims, and they feel that showed a lack of respect. Now, the Irish Daily Star, a waste of space, jailed Jonathan Dowdall is going to be moved to, or sorry, moved from Limerick Prison because he's taking up a whole landing on his own. And the Irish Sun, the ego has landed. Well, actually, he hasn't landed yet. It's this evening, but they obviously wanted to use the pun. Donald Trump will jet into Clare today for a 24-hour visit to Dunbeg. The former US president will get a break from his legal troubles with a quick round of golf at his resort. And uh, Bob Rogers from Dunbeg Community Development told the Irish Sun, love him or hate him, he brings a show. The Irish Daily Mirror, born in the QSA, another great pun. Hundreds of uh, Bruce Springsteen fans began queuing five days ahead of his Dublin gigs, but organisers were forced to turn them away. Uh, Nobody's allowed to queue, so they had great intentions, but unfortunately not allowed to queue five days before the concert. This is like people, there was a man on the news the other night, ten days before the coronation, and he's queuing outside on the street. Um, So they obviously think they're going to get a front row seat, but unfortunately not allowed to queue up this early for Bruce Springsteen. The Irish Independent tells us that everyone in the country you, me, everyone is going to be asked to reduce the amount of household rubbish we throw out by 1% each year for the next six years and we're also going to be challenged to reuse 10 kilograms of clothes, furniture or other other items that we normally dump. Reuse facilities are going to be established in 10 civic community sites around the country to try and encourage us to give unwanted items a second chance. Uh, this is all part of a strategy to increase the repairability of goods and the services to repair them. It's a national waste management plan aiming to keep waste growth to zero between now and 2029. Um, So we'll hear a lot more about that today, but we're going to be asked to put a lid on our rubbish, is how the Irish Independent describes it. Uh, The Star and a number of other papers have an interview with a man called Adrian Kyo, which you may or may not have heard about. The pictures are... uh, just extraordinary to look at a man who needs a wheelchair having to climb down uh, on his hands and knees the steps of a plane because uh, staff were unable to help him. So the star says an airport has apologised to a passenger in a wheelchair who crawled off the plane. Adrian Kyo claimed he was humiliated in the incident last Saturday. And he said, 
that he just wants to be treated with dignity. The incident happened at Sweden's Gothenburg Landvetter Airport and the airport has now apologised to Adrian Coe. He was told after his flight landed at 11pm that it was going to take an hour for appropriate personnel to arrive. Uh, Adrian has been in a wheelchair since 2015 following a spinal injury. He was in pain after the flight. Uh, we all know some of these flights aren't very comfortable um, and that's those of us who don't have some of these uh, disabilities. So he was in pain after the flight, also needed the bathroom and didn't want to have to wait until midnight to get off the plane. His brother fear, uh, offered to carry him down the steps from the plane, but Adrian was worried that they, he could get another injury if his brother fell. So he got down on his hands and knees and climbed down the steps of the plane. Uh, the airport has apologised and uh, Ryanair, uh, which was the flight involved, said it's going to review the incident, but, but it is managed by a third party provider, not the airline itself. Now, Jesus is gay is in the Times of London, or rather artwork involving Jesus apparently being gay uh, is causing a lot of controversy in Brussels. This is in the Times of London, as I say, an exhibit at the European Parliament depicting Jesus surrounded by gay men in leather outfits has caused anger among right-wing politicians from Italy and Poland. They've branded it as blasphemous and um, another of the controversial pieces shows a soldier kicking a small boat carrying migrants back out to sea. So uh, this is a big exhibition going on in Brussels at the moment and a lot of people seem to be angry about it, particularly from Italy and Poland. If you're in Brussels, it runs until the 5th of May in a side corridor of the European Parliament building. Final story, if you're a gym goer, there's a survey in the eye about gym etiquette and the most common pet peeves. These are things that annoy people who go to the gym and not surprisingly, number one is this excessive grunting and loud noises that some people make in the gym. Uh, Other pet peeves couples being too affectionate in the gym, leaving weights scattered on the floor, overcrowding while waiting for equipment, excessive perfume or cologne, body odour, using vapes in the gym, music on a loudspeaker, bare feet in the gym and another pet peeve is unwanted advice because apparently just people just walk up to other people and advise them on what to do. So they all annoy people. Anyway, those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is News Talk.